Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to Locked On Devils Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in Devils news, analytics, and opinions. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked On Devils on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. I'm starting a new thing here on Locked On Devils where you can send me your own comments, concerns about the team, and questions. You can email me at lockedondevils at gmail.com or tweet me at lockedondevils. I'll be doing a little mailbag segment every week. The first one this week will be Friday, so make sure you get your questions in and everything in. All right, let's start the podcast now. Um, so I'm going to do a few things with this podcast today. I'm going to talk about the game last night, um, just go more in depth about it, talk about the goaltending, the lines, everything like that. Um, and then I'm also going to do a little preview into the Flyers game for Friday. Um, I'll be doing a more in-depth preview on Friday with uh, Rachel and uh, Danielle, who are the Locked On Flyers girls. Um, so we'll do a little collab for you guys then. But for now, um, I'm just going to do a little preview for that, um, just kind of get us ready Um and then tomorrow's podcast should be out fairly early uh, so you can listen before the game. So let's start with goaltending. So last night I said that Corey Schneider wasn't that big of an issue. The more I think about it, the more I review what happened last night, the more I realize it was an issue. Um, he let in seven goals on 23 shots. That's really bad. Um, I don't know how that happens. Like, yeah, it was a high-scoring game, but the Devils had like 40 shots on goal for Tampa. So I thought that the shots on goal were going to be comparable. They weren't. Um, I just, I don't know what happened there. Um, it begs the question, how reliable is Corey Schneider as a goalie? How reliable is he going to be in net for us? Um, if we use him as our backup, how reliable of a backup is he going to be? Like, God forbid something happens to Mackenzie uh, Blackwood, but hey, how reliable is he, you know? Um, right now, it's not looking too good. He doesn't have a win on the season yet. Um, he's lost, like, four games. Um, that's just, it's not good, man. I don't know what we should be expecting of him. Um... I mean, obviously we're expecting more of him, but I don't know what we should expect for the rest of the season if it continues this way. Um, I don't know. I said that Blackwood should have started yesterday. Um, I said this like two days ago, I think, in my podcast because Tampa Bay was starting their um, backup goalie. So why not put our best goalie against their backup goalie to give us an upper hand? It just makes sense. John Hines did not think that made sense uh, and put um, put Schneider in anyway, even though his stats were less comparable to um, McElhaney's. So I don't know. I don't know what Hines was thinking because uh, Blackwood could have started this game and start on Friday. He would have a day off um, and it would have been fine. So like I get like he didn't want to start the... 
um, start Blackwood. He wants to start Blackwood against the Flyers, uh, but he could have done both. Um, also, why would you start your better goaltender against the worst team? It just doesn't make too much sense to me. Um, I don't know. I don't know, guys. What do you think about um, Corey Schneider? Let me know. Um, something that I like about Schneider, though, is his leadership in the locker room. Um, I know I talked on the fact that he has um, he has Jack Hughes living with him, and he takes a lot of responsibility for losses and stuff. Like last night, he really was taking responsibility for the loss. Um, he was like, the goaltending was the issue. Like he he was just talking about how he felt really bad about the loss um, and how it was on him. Um, I don't think the entire loss was on Corey Schneider. I think the goaltending was definitely an issue last night, um, but I don't think we can blame him entirely. So speaking of players taking responsibility for last night's uh, loss against Tampa Bay, P.K. Subban um, had a lot to say about that in his post game. So let me play a clip for you right now. Frustrating. I mean, I'm on personally. I mean, I should have been minus four today. I don't know if I was or not, but I mean, you know, they, they brought me in to do a job. So I didn't do my job today. So that's kind of sucks. And, uh, you know, for our team, we played so well all game. I should have won this game. And I feel like uh, a lack of me playing up to the level that I'm capable of really hurt us today. So, so I think, um, I mean, I really like what PK says there. Um, I feel like a lack of me playing up to the level I'm capable of really hurt us today. Um, that's really, I don't know. There's just, there needs to be something said for guys who can take responsibility for their, the way that they play. Um, and that shows kind of how everybody in this locker room kind of values, um, they value winning and they value each other. Um, it's just really unfortunate that they lost last night, but it's good to see these big leaders stepping up and taking responsibility for the fact that they lost. Um, P.K. Subban didn't play the best last night. Um, I don't think he has been on top of his game lately in general. But I don't think the loss is entirely on him. Even though he said he was probably a minus four last night, there were more than just four goals scored. Um, there were, like, so many goals scored for both sides. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's not all on P.K. Subban. It's not all on Corey Schneider. But it's just unfortunate, but it's really good to see these guys taking responsibility Um it just says a lot about the locker room dynamic between the guys in there. And it says a lot about how they feel about this team because the fact that they're so upset about this loss is kind of encouraging to me because it makes me feel like maybe they do want this. Like as much as it sucks that they've been losing so much, they want this, you know? They want this as much as the fans do, if not more. So. I think that that's really important to bring up and to look at. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about the Pavel Zaka, Nico Hishier, Jesper Bratt line. Uh, that line last night had a lot of chemistry. 
Um, they played really well together. Um, I was really impressed with them. Jesper Bratt uh, was a healthy scratch the game before, so him coming back into the lineup and having two goals was huge. Um, I'm really happy he was able to do that, and Coach Hines had a good quote this morning. He said, Bratt had a great response. Nico stepping up to the game. They had a very good game last night. I like the line, and they're going to stay together. So that's incredibly encouraging to see that Coach Hines is going to keep a line together that actually got stuff done. Um, because I said before, I thought that Brat should be in the lineup. I think that he deserved it. Um, and now Hines is kind of saying that Jesper's earned his time uh, in the lineup. And I really like that. Um, I think, I definitely think after last night, he deserves it. I think that after last night, uh, he played such a strong game. And that whole line did. Like, it wasn't just Brat. Like, that whole line was so committed and driven and aggressive all night. And it was just so good to see. Heeshear played amazing. I really thought the one uh, Brat goal was going to be credited to Heeshear, which would have been great for him. But regardless, he was right there on the play and he could have gotten a stick on it. Um, he just happened to, it just happened to just skid right by him. But he played an outstanding game last night, he sheer. Uh, he played very strong. Um, he played like the Nico we know. He played like the Nico that we know. I, I mean, it's just that simple. Um, I feel like after his injury and coming off of a few losses straight away, he was kind of in a funk. Um, he was still giving his all, don't get me wrong. But especially not having a goal yet, he was kind of in a funk. Um, but I think that he's really snapped out of it. And once he scores that goal, man, he's going to be unstoppable. I'm so excited for Nico to get his first goal on the season. Like, he needs that. Um, and Pavel Zaka, I don't want to forget him. He played a really good game, too. He was all over the puck. He was very uh, committed in his hits. Um, and he drove the play. So I'm just, I'm really happy with this line. Um, I think they did a really good job last night. Obviously, the Palmieri Hall Hughes line did really good too. Um, I'm just saying this this second line really stood out to me last night. All right, so now I want to get into the Flyers game for Friday. Um, so the Flyers are coming off of two big losses, which could be good news or bad news for us. It could be good because they could continue the slump and stay bad and have another really bad loss to us. Or it could mean that they're coming off hot and they're going to be ready for whatever we give them and they're going to be ready to go and set the pace right away. So I really think it's going to be the latter, honestly. Um, just knowing Elaine Vigneault, their coach, um, especially because they had a few call-ups and send-downs today, a few transactions. Um, I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I think that they're trying to change everything that they can to make this team better, uh, just from what I've been reading. Um, and something's going to stick for them, and I'm a little worried it might be against the Devils, because why wouldn't it be, you know? Um, so we're also coming off of two losses, but they weren't bad games played. So the Flyers are coming off of two, like, really bad games. 
we're coming off of a loss to Tampa Bay in overtime where we got a point and we didn't play a terrible game. So I think that that says a little bit more about our hockey club and how we're going to be going into this game. I think we're going to be hungry, just as hungry as they are. Um, and we just have to kind of go out and prove ourselves. So Travis Konechny. Travis Konechny leads the team in goals, assists, and points. Um, he has six goals, seven assists, totaling for 13 points in 11 games played. Um, so he's kind of one to watch tomorrow. Um, in the podcast for tomorrow, we go more in-depth about the Flyers players of who to watch. Uh, Konechny is obviously one of them. Um, somebody else who's really been stepping up to the plate is Oscar Lindblom, also a young guy. Um, he's been playing really strong and has a good amount of points on the on the season, um, as well as Jake Voracek, who's kind of just found his stride uh, with this season. So those are the three to look out for, I think. And I'll go more in depth tomorrow in tomorrow's podcast. So we be sure to listen to that while we talk about those players. So the call-ups today for the Flyers, or the transactions, I should say, because they weren't all all call-ups. Um, they called up Philip Myers, who is a defenseman, Carson Torinsky, who is a winger, and German Rubistov, who is a setter. And they sent down Samuel Morin, who's a defenseman, and Mikhail Vorobiev, who is a center. Um, I think that they're just kind of trying to make anything they can stick right now. Um, I think they're trying to find any way to make this team better and improve themselves. Because, honestly, they lost terribly to the Penguins. Um, and they can't afford another loss like that, especially when the night or the game before they lost really bad too. So they can't afford another loss like those. So I think that that's why they made these transactions. Um, what does that mean for the Devils? I'm not sure. I know Philip Myers is a strong defenseman, but he's going to be on the third pairing t- uh, tomorrow. Um, and Torinsky and Rubistov are going to be on the fourth line. So I don't know if this is going to be a huge impact against the Devils. Um, I think it'll be a skilled fourth line, and that might be an issue for our fourth line if it stays the same, um, just because we saw a few issues last night with that fourth line. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like it might be a bit of an issue for that, but otherwise, it's just a fourth line, if that makes sense. It's not like they're changing their entire core. It's not like they're putting somebody insane on the top line that we aren't expecting. Um, it's still the Flyers. And honestly, Carson Torinsky was on the team that we played uh, their opening night. So there are only two new players, technically, to us. So I think that it won't be that big of an issue. Um, I think the coach, uh, Elaine Vigneault, is just trying to make it a bigger deal than it is to psych us out almost and to get more press on it, um, as well as trying to make something stick for his hockey team. 
Okay, so let's talk about predictions for Friday's game against the Flyers. I think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be in goal. There's nothing official saying that he will be. Um, I just have a feeling that after Corey Schneider's game last night, um, there's no reason why he wouldn't be in goal. Um, I think that he deserves to be. I think that the Devils need him in goal right now. Um, I think that he could make a big impact and a big difference for this team, um, especially because we did lose 4 nothing last time we played the Flyers. Um, I think that having solid goaltending uh, would be a huge advantage to us and something that we really need. Um, other predictions... I think Simmons is going to get a goal. And listen, I know I've been saying that so much lately. I believe it's coming soon. How great would it be to be against his former team, right? Like, that would be so amazing for him. And for us, frankly. So, I really think that he might get a goal tomorrow night. I think Heeshear is going to break his goal drought and get his first goal on the season, too. Um... So, predictions about the final score and if we win or not. Earlier this week, I said I did not think they were going to win against the Flyers, but I thought they would win against Tampa Bay. I'm going to switch my predictions and say that they win against the Flyers because I think, I don't know, I think we're hungrier and I think that we we need this more. Um, We're more desperate for this win. And I think that if we play our game the way that we can, I think that that won't be an issue. Um, The Flyers aren't that great of a team and they're nothing we should be scared of. Like if, and I know I've been saying this, but like the key is keeping our confidence high, setting the tone, getting a goal early and kind of keeping that momentum going. Um, I really believe that that's kind of what the Devils need this season. Um, And it's something that they've obviously been working on but haven't solidified yet so I think that if they can get an early goal and they can you know not get shut out again that's going to be big um and I think that not taking as many penalties like they only took one penalty last night which was great but not taking as many penalties especially early on in the game will really help their momentum and I think that if they kind of get their confidence up right off the bat and keep it there instead of falling back, I think that'll be huge. Sometimes with a lead, especially a two-goal lead, the Devils will get comfortable. They will get comfortable with the lead and they'll think that they're fine and they play a more defensive game. They fall back on their lead and they just, they don't do well. They end up blowing that lead and then they're playing a game of catch-up no pun intended, at Coach Hines. Um, But I don't know. If they can keep their confidence and momentum up from the start of the game, like from the opening face-off, I think that that might be a game-changer for them. Uh, As long as nobody falls back on the lead and nobody thinks like, oh, we're fine, we have a lead. First off, we have to get the lead. But I'm just saying, if we get the lead, like... As long as we keep, every player keeps playing as hard as they can, it'll be really uh, impactful to the team as a whole. Special teams are obviously going to be very important tomorrow as well. Um, 
so far last night, we only scored on one out of five power plays. We need to draw more penalties, get more power plays. Like five is great. Five is a good number. But then we need to capitalize on the power plays. We can't just have them. We need to really capitalize on them and not let the Flyers kind of dictate how the power play goes. Because last night, um, I noticed against Tampa Bay, some of our power plays were controlled by Tampa. They didn't let us enter our zone. They got breakaways. Um, It wasn't the prettiest thing. So I think that if we get the power plays and can just capitalize on them, I know easier said than done, it'll be just better all around for the team. Um, Obviously, the penalty kill as well needs to be uh, way better than it was last night. We only took one penalty, but they scored on the penalty kill. And I know that Coach Hines said that the penalty kill and power play are something that they've been really working on for their long stretches of time off, but we need to see that now in action. We need to see their hard work on the special teams paying off. All right, guys. So that's it for me today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this one. Um, Please do not forget to send me your questions, comments about the team and concerns about the team uh, to my Twitter at LockedOnDevils or even at my other Twitter, JK underscore Kender, um, K-E-N-D-E-R. And follow Locked on Devils on all of your podcast places. And follow me on Twitter, please, um, because I will keep you up to date on Devils news, um, as well as letting you guys know lineups, who's in goal, all of that good stuff that we love to see. Um, So that's it for me. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Go Devils!